Hello, and welcome to another recording of Chingona's Omni Club. This episode is pretty special and very important, so if you this is your first time joining us, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, thank you. Today, I wanted to talk to you guys about Roe v. Wade, and in order to do so, we have to discuss some pretty difficult topics. So this is a trigger warning that in this episode, we will be discussing domestic violence, sexual assault, and rape. So if these are topics that you are sensitive to, um, this might be an episode that would be a little bit difficult for you to listen to. So without further ado, um, get ready, get set, and let's dive in. So as many of you have heard already, the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. (laughs) What this means for a lot of women currently is that they no longer have any autonomy over their own bodies, meaning that if they want to get an abortion at any stage or under any circumstance that they cannot, there are certain states that are still authorizing it, like California and Washington and a couple other. But overall, the Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade. And I have to say that this is something that I definitely never thought would happen. I think deep down I knew it would, but I wanted to believe in this country because I'm an active duty service member. And if if I lost that, that hope, that belief, well, then I wouldn't be a very good service member. It's a little heartbreaking from that point of view that this is a confirmation that women's rights or women in general don't mean anything to this country, including those of us who are currently actively serving in the military. So I wanted to talk about a couple of the issues that I have with this. And I want to say that in this podcast, I never imagined that I would be discussing political things or have a political agenda because I am not by nature a political person. I don't like to get into discussions or arguments for two reasons. One, when people show you their true side, it can get very ugly very quickly. Two, as a service member, I have to always remain neutral and apolitical and topics intentionally so that I don't uh, isolate some of the people that I work for or people who work for me. So sailors who are under my care, I would never want to isolate them with my political views or my political agenda. So I just don't talk about politics, especially at work. I just don't. But I think this is something that it's important enough for me to break my own personal rule I'm still going to make sure that I mince my words and I choose my words very carefully. But know that I am absolutely fucking enraged by this decision. And I'll start at the beginning. My last episode was about the maltreatment of women. Ironically enough, I talked about all the shit that women have to deal with simply for the mere fact of being born of this gender and having a body and worrying about the awful things that men are capable of doing to us. And I was pleading to the men, to the male listeners, and I'm here to do that again today, to say, where are you? 
because it is proven that women's voices don't mean anything and are not important enough. Where are you? What are your thoughts on this subject? I have not seen a single man, not one post on social media or anywhere how they feel about this. I see them on TikTok, which is why I love to TikTok over Facebook. Because then if you go in there and just type hashtag Roe v. Wade, I mean, you're going to really get a pulse of the rage that women feel right now and where everybody stands. And I think that what we're missing is more men in this fight. Initially, we were missing white women in this fight. And this is why all of the Black, Indigenous women of color are currently upset because we have been screaming about this, uh, about the discrimination that happens to women of color and their rights and their access to things like contraception and abortion, things of that nature, because it is it was treated as a privilege to have all these things easily accessible. And historically, Mexican women were at some point in this country sterilized by the government. Native American women as well. Black women as well. And so we know what this government is capable of. So when we were screaming at the top of our lungs to say, hey, women, all women, you need to march. This is your fight. This is your time to vote. Do not vote Republican because, you know, this is where it's headed. And everybody just kind of looked at these women like we were crazy. And now that there's a huge outcry from the female community and these women are finally waking up, even women on the Republican side of the house who voted for these same members and put them in office and are now essentially denouncing all women and basically declared that we don't matter in this country. Now it's a little hard for us to hear your plight. And I'm sorry that you have to come to this realization now, but there is not enough time to sit and dwell on it. And I think if I ask of anything for my women of color is that this is, there's no time for I told you so's either. This is the time for women to just come together and fight this in any way that you can. I am very limited. I can't go and protest. I can't go and rally. I can't, you know, there's a lot of things that I'm limited to as a service member, but I can support, I can donate, I can maybe volunteer for something that's not involving a protest. Um, And so there's a lot of things that we can all do differently. We can go out and vote when the time comes and make sure that you're voting for a candidate that is not going to treat us like second-class citizens. So the things that I wanted to really address with this issue and the things that are infuriating me currently is as soon as this happened, I started seeing on social media, Facebook in particularly, which is why I stay away from it now. I stick strictly to TikTok or Instagram because Facebook is, I swear, where all of the old, crusty, right-wing 
women hating <laughs> people are. And so on Facebook, I started seeing a lot of things pop up on my feed of people thanking God for having their prayers answered and being so incredibly thankful that all of these babies' lives are going to be saved now and that this is the America or country that we need to be. And it was kind of terrifying because one, the church and government have no place being together. And the fact that we have in people who cannot understand that and do not comprehend that it is just an absolute flat out form of discrimination because when they say religion, when they say church and state, they don't mean limbs or they don't mean Jewish people. They don't mean like any of these other groups who have other religious beliefs. They don't believe in their religious beliefs. It's all geared towards white Christians. And it's sad because you're pushing a religious agenda and you are making decisions on your moral conduct, which is based on your religious beliefs. And you're creating laws and overturning laws based on said beliefs. And it's absurd to me that people don't realize how incredibly dangerous this is. And so when it was overturned, I went on Facebook and I saw all these people posting these things. I immediately posted. And I basically said the same thing when I was being discriminated against for being Mexican and our previous president was in office and I saw people posting about how he was right about the Mexicans. I said, if you feel like this, unfriend me now. And I lost a lot of friends. And I'm not sad about it, to be honest. And so I did the same thing. I said, if you're happy that Roe v. Wade was overturned, just comment below so I can take out the trash. And I'm not mincing my words because I'm tired. I'm tired of having to fight these fights. All women are tired. But more than anything, having these census arguments with people who are not willing to listen who treat us like idiots because we believe in body autonomy. We believe in healthcare because these are basic human rights and they are looking at us like we're asking for, I don't even understand, honestly. But uh, I, I posted that and people got really pressed about it. Some people messaged me privately And then I saw a post later that said, well, if we were mature adults, we could all just agree to disagree. Why do people have to unfriend anyone with an opposing view? I would have agreed on this before if you said that you like pineapple on my pizza. And I said, that's disgusting. We can agree to disagree about fucking pineapple on pizza. I refuse to fucking agree to disagree on you taking my right away to healthcare, which is what you did. Access to reproductive healthcare, that is not something I can agree on. When women of color are three times more likely to die in childbirth than anybody else, you 
are basically saying that you don't give a fuck that you don't care about the you that women are of color are impacted more by poverty than anyone else you're telling me that's not your fucking concern if you are not concerned with women of color more than likely being charged with a felony over a miscarriage or you are telling me that a a little girl who is raped by her father or her brother or a stranger, if you don't care that, that they face prison time for being raped and not wanting to bear that child from that rapist, if you're telling me that that's not important to you, then fuck you, quite frankly. Because... I refuse to agree to disagree on that issue. You are not a friend. And people can say, well, we were friends for a long time. Your friendship pledge is not going to save me when I need your help. Your voice and your actions will. And I don't think people understand that that's why we refuse to agree to disagree on this topic. And that's why I refuse to agree to disagree on the issues of racism and discrimination. Is if you're okay with someone being racist or discriminatory towards me, if you're okay with me going to jail because I had a miscarriage, if you're okay with me being raped and being forced to have this baby, you are not my friend. Shit, I don't even know how you can call yourself human. And so, no, I refuse to agree to disagree. When I posted that, it's not to bait anyone. It's literally so that I can get a headcount on how many allies I have. That is it. I don't want your fucking friendship if it comes with conditions. It's not worth it. And I think everybody feels that way. People are fed up. And it's sad because maybe I will lose friends that I care about. But if they don't see me as a human, equal human, and they're willing to punish me for something that has nothing to do with legislation and everything to do with your personal beliefs, then so be it. We don't need to be friends. We don't need to be family. Because it's come to that. (sighs) Do you guys remember Brock Turner? That guy who raped an unconscious girl behind the bar when she was passed out? He was caught red-handed while he was raping her and she was fully unconscious. You guys remember that case? Brock Turner, he was sentenced to six months. He, he legit got caught raping this girl. He was sentenced to six months and served three. Three. But a doctor who performs an abortion in a state where it is not allowed can face up to 99 years in prison. A doctor who has spent their entire life dedicated to saving lives, who took an oath to do no harm, 
they would get 99 years in prison, but Brock Turner, who was sexually assaulting and violating a woman in the worst possible way, gets three months. It tells me two things. It tells me that you don't really care about women in any state, whether they are in need of medical care or whether they are in need to be protected. The second thing is that you care more about what women do than all the wrongs that men do. If you gave a shit about really fixing society and ending evil things that happen every day, like murder and rape, then Brock Turner would have got 99 years in prison. But you don't care. It's not important that men violate women every single day. It's important that women continue to have children. That's the logic. And it's so asinine. I can't even, I don't understand it. I can't even begin to understand it. I posted a video on TikTok. And if you are on TikTok, you guys can check it out. But it's at Chingonas Only Club. But on TikTok, I posted a video about a girl who was being followed in a park. She took out her phone and started recording the guy that was following her. As he was following her while she was on a jog, he whipped out his penis and he started masturbating while he was following her. She was by herself. She was recording and then she, I don't know where she got the courage, but she confronted him on video. And then she chased after him. When he realized she had a cell phone and was recording him, he started running away. And when he ran away and he was far enough from her and she realized that she was safer than a few seconds ago, she broke down in tears. And I posted that video, I reposted it because I wanted people to see if that disgusts you, if that kind of behavior disgusts you. One, like I said in my previous episode of the maltreatment of women and the shit that we have to deal every day. That's it right there. We deal with that shit every day. I would be shocked if I approached a woman who grew up in the city who never got harassed by some dude in that same manner. What happened to her at the park happened to me when I was 14 on the city bus surrounded by people. Okay? Some dude just thought it was perfectly okay to just whip out his penis and start masturbating in front of me. No, I wasn't. I was a freshman in high school. So no, I was 15, about 15 years old. I just moved to the front of the bus. Nobody else did anything about it. Tell me how incredibly disgusted you would feel, how dirty you would feel after something like that. Now imagine that that man in the park actually raped that girl. That she didn't chase him off and he actually raped her. Even though she had the video of him with the intent of doing harm to her, following her, and he raped her. 
and she's in Texas. She can't get emergency contraception, so she is then forced to carry his baby to term. What do you think that does to a woman? If for nine months you are carrying the child of a vile, disgusting creature that would do that to you. If you cared about life, then you would care about her life. But the fact is that that's not the issue here. And that happens every day. Not everyone's as lucky or as brave as that woman. And not every man is that easily scared. It's terrifying to find ourselves in this world that we're living in right now. It's absolutely terrifying. The Department of Defense came out with a statement yesterday that active duty service members, or they said service members, will continue to receive, what did they call it, reproductive health care, them and their dependents. Now, they said that they were trying to figure out a way to continue to provide that. I am fortunate enough to currently be stationed in the state of Washington, where Roe v. Wade being overturned has not directly impacted me here. But I am worried as an active duty female service member, I am deeply worried, deeply concerned. Because how... How are they going to get around this? If women who are victims of sexual assault in the military still have to abide by state laws, depending on which state they are raped in, the timelines changed on how sooner or later you can get a rape kit done. How long will they keep a rape kit? What you need to prosecute somebody in the event of a rape? All that stuff varies state by state. And it varies in the military as well. So you have two different judicial systems, not two different judicial systems, but we're prosecuted in two different courts for any wrongdoing. And if the military says, oh yeah, you guys will be fine on our side. So what happens when that service member gets out? So say I had an abortion and I'm stationed in the state of Texas and I have an abortion. And I get out two years later. What's the statute of limitations on murder? I mean, that's what they're calling it. Does that mean that when I get out of the military, I'm fair game? That people are going to prosecute me? Will I have to keep running my entire life despite giving 20 years of it to the military in the United States in protection of our freedom and rights? How's the military going to get around that? Military treatment facilities do not offer abortions. They can prescribe you contraceptives and things of that nature, yes, but they do not offer any actual procedures like that, not unless you're in a big one, which means you would have to travel. The military is not going to pay for you to travel to Balboa Medical Center to go get a procedure done. And even then, like I said, they do not do these procedures in military treatment facilities unless they change all of that. But even then, who's going to pay for this? Clearly that state's tax dollars are not. Then I'm crossing state lines to go get the care that I need. 
even if it's with permission. Women right now are talking about aiding and abetting other women. Like, hey, come to the state of Washington. I have a spare room. Everything is okay here. You can come over here. And states are already working to pass laws to prosecute women who are traveling out of state to get an abortion. So they're already working on potential solutions and the states are already working on ways to disarm those solutions. The military can't even use those alternatives. I cannot travel out of state without notifying my chain of command and they still have to allow me. True, I don't have to tell them why I'm going where I'm going, but if something goes wrong, if I'm in station in the state of Texas and I say, hey, I'm going to take some personal leave to California, they say, okay, and then I go and get this medical procedure done and I pay for it out of pocket or whatever the case might be. What if something happens to me? Then I'll get in trouble for lying to them. Then I'll get in trouble for crossing state lines. And then I'll get charged with a felony. Do you see what I mean? It's There's so many things. Um, this overturning Roe v. Wade impacts all women. But right now, women in the military are less protected because we gave up our rights when we signed on. People say we didn't, but it doesn't feel like it right now. I always joke about the things that people say that are super inappropriate to women who have children in the military. People always ask me, particularly when I was pregnant, people always asked me, or said that they did not know that women could get pregnant in the military. And I always, you know, being a smart ass, I always turn around and said, yeah, they haven't figured out a way to sterilize us yet. So here I am just to be a jackass because like their shock at me being pregnant and able to serve is just unbelievable to them. So I'm always a smart ass and I make that joke. And now I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, you know what's the only way the military could get around that? Is if they sterilize their service members. Because then they could ensure that it wouldn't happen. And they didn't have to deal with different state laws. And they didn't have to pay for all the things that they haven't had to up until this point. Or be fully responsible for it. Or have to rewrite policy. And people think that's crazy. That would never happen. Well, we also didn't think Roe v. Wade would be overturned, but here we are. So it's pretty terrifying, the state that we find ourselves in. And then on top of that, there was so much shit that happened. Miranda rights. The police no longer has to read your Miranda rights. It doesn't mean you lose your rights. It just means that if you don't know what those rights are, you no longer have the ability to file a lawsuit against police departments for them not reading them to you. They can have you incriminate yourself and there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, that's insane. There's people who have language barriers whom you have to explain that to. How... Did that happen? So make sure that you're educating your friends and family. Write down their Miranda rights. Put them in their car. Write them in Spanish. Write them in English. And make sure that they have them on them at all times so that 
make sure that they have them on their body at all times. In the event of anything happening, they need to have those, I would say, memorized. But if they can't memorize them, if they're elderly, make sure that they have access to them. Put them in their glove compartment. Put them in the mirror. Put them on the dash. Put them somewhere that they're going to have them in their wallet. Make them a card. I don't know. This is important stuff. And again, it impacts black indigenous people of color more than it does everybody else and people want to say this is not a race thing it's just the truth we are more likely to be arrested we're more likely to be pulled over we're more likely to go to prison we're more likely to die in childbirth we're more likely to everything and so if you think that this is not an issue of race then i'm so sorry for you (laughs) because there's so much more that you have to learn when congress men and women are openly saying that this was a win for white life and i'm not making that up an actual member of our government said that when roe v wade was overturned this is a win for white life I was shocked that this person said this. And then I saw that Donald Trump was standing next to her and I wasn't shocked. And the cheering of the crowd, I could not believe it. It's fucking frightening. And if you have remained apolitical up until now, if politics is not something that you ever wanted to get into, you're like, no, I just don't talk about it. I don't watch the news. I don't... You have to watch the fucking news. And I'm not talking about Fox News. You have to watch the news. And you have to follow what is happening. And you have to make sure that you're eligible and registered to vote. And you have to ensure that you are speaking up on these issues. And if you are in the military like myself, make sure that you as a leader are making yourself available to your sailors. Especially to your female sailors right now. Or to your female service members. Because right now... They are terrified. Your friends, your sisters, your wives, they are terrified whether they're telling you or not. And the women that aren't, the women that are praising God for overturning Roe v. Wade, I like to call them Serena Joys. And if you haven't seen or read the novel, The Handmaid's Tale, those are the Serena Joys of the world who think That because they're in the moral high ground and they're making decisions based on what the Bible or their interpretation of the Bible and their interpretation of their religion. And they think that this is not going to impact them because all they got to do is keep their legs closed. Because men are great at taking no for an answer. (laughs) They think that their daughters are never going to go through this. They believe that they are not going to come for their rights. Those are the Serena joys of the world because they are so fucking blind. And when they realize that they are not safe, the day they realize they are not safe, it's going to be too late. Honestly. And I hate them so much. And I feel sorry for them. I feel sad that they have so much hatred towards other women And that they hate themselves so much. And that someone led them to believe that we 
are not worthy of equality, I feel hate towards them. And it's sad because that is a horrible feeling to have as a person, but I do. I want nothing to do with those women. Nothing. I think if you're not a if you're not a woman, if you're a person of color, it's think of the person who's done the worst possible thing to your community and think that is not we don't claim that person. That's those women for me. Like we don't claim them. Women don't claim them. Men you can have them. <laughs> Oh my god, this is not funny, but fuck, I can't cry. <laughs> I'm so mad. <sighs> so I hope that maybe I can do an update on this later down the road if things get better, but I don't think that they will. I think things are going to get way worse before they get better, and I think a lot of women are going to die. I think a lot of women are going to die before people start to realize what they did if they haven't already. I think that this has given men, what is it, like a a free pass to exert their power and violence against us. Honestly. And you're going to see a lot of violence increase. You're going to see a lot of hate. And the fact that our government is so incredibly just overcome with religious fanatics, you're going to see it publicly happening on a stage. if you haven't already and so it's a sad day it's a sad day in america to be honest it's a sad day to be a woman but they're coming for everybody else and if you haven't seen that they're already trying to challenge brown versus board of education they're trying to segregate our schools again they already took your miranda rights being read to you Border Patrol already has the ability to search and question you without cause. If a death occurs during those searches, guess who gets to investigate Border Patrol? Border Patrol. <laughs> so when I tell you that there is a class system in the United States, I'm not making it up, y'all. I'm not. I love you all. I'm going I'm here serving my country. So obviously I love this country, but it's really hard to be a woman in the military today. And it's even harder to be a woman in this country today. So check on your female friends. We are not okay. With that, I am going to post in the show notes a couple of organizations that you guys can donate to who are going to ensure that they can pay for travel costs for people who need to travel out of state to seek reproductive health care. And I'm also going to post a couple of videos 
that if you want to learn more about Roe v. Wade and what it means and how this is going to impact you, I'm going to post those links as well so that you guys can check those videos out because I think at the end of the day, it comes down to being educated on the matter. And I think once you realize that this is impacting you directly, then perhaps maybe we can get someone else fighting on our side. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I love you guys. Be safe out there. Adios.